Roger that, Bert, and uh, congratulations. Be advised, however, there are two more, repeat, two more mother humpers. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hey everybody, this is Cash. And this is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? I'm doing terrific. I'm not being chased by a large underground worm. Well, that's good. So, I mean, all things considered, not too bad. Wonderful, wonderful. It's pretty exciting stuff. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, we played some baseball We sure night. did. I yet. <laughs> I thought I would be more sore, but I'm actually feeling pretty good. But oddly enough, like my right, my right like uh, trap or something is sore, which is weird because I'm left-handed. So I, I'm telling you, like all through like my neck and upper shoulders, that's where I'm the sorest today. I don't understand why. My upper dorsimus is probably the, <laughs> it's probably the, the gluteus maximus, of course. <laughs> but no, other than that, I feel fantastic. Absolutely. Well, and we. Uh... We we fought back to a tie, at least in the game I was there. Oh so. man, that's right. We and then as soon as you left us, we just got smoked. I've, so well, I was I was too busy getting smoked on my other team. It's all because of you. <laughs> I blame myself. The, the good and the bad. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, welcome everyone. I think this is episode fifty-eight. Does yeah. That sound right. Fifty-eight. Yeah, we're almost to sixty. We just keep climbing the ladder. Sixty. <laughs> gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going until someone just tells us to stop. I don't think they will. They just be like, hey, why don't you guys just knock it off? <laughs> otherwise, we we're, please cut it out. Otherwise, we're just going to keep keep on keeping on. Pipe down out there. You guys are boring us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get into the episode, which is entitled Tremors, I would like to make a correction that I had from last week's, at the end of last yeah. week's pod. Yes, sir. I said to preview the film, I said, let's cover another 80s movie, which is technically incorrect because... This came out in 1990. However, it was probably filmed in the 80s. So. I would say it's probably at least start at the very least it was started in the 80s. Either way, I was wrong. And then also, I was talking about Michael Gross being the father on Family Ties, whose name is Stephen Keaton. But I combined his real first name and show last name, so I said Michael Keaton, which then is like Batman. So. Bruce Wayne is in this film. Yes. Really, what you're telling so, me? So right. So I just wanted to. I was like, I was like that. Would, that really like was like. Nails on a chalkboard to me when I like heard myself say that. I I understand. It's like, Ugh. I have that moment every time I turn on a podcast, and as yeah. soon as I start talking, like, oh boy, how do you? Well, normally I don't. Normally I hear stuff I don't care, but like this one, that one really hurt because it's family ties and it's very near and dear to my heart. I so. understand. I, I get it, man. Well, and I I, I, I to be said. I made it a mistake of saying that Kevin Costner's first film role was Night Shift. There was one more prior to that. Hey, like that one, I would just let. I wouldn't even have brought it's, that it's, up. It bothers me. Okay. I like to be factually correct here. Either way, it was a little bit of a goof. I uh, I, I can admit that. But hey, you know what? It takes a big man to be able to say, <laughs> I made a mistake. That's right. Good for you. Um, hey. I, uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to jump into housekeeping. Are you ready for that, it? Yeah, absolutely. Housekeeping. Okay, let's do housekeeping. All right, you want me to go? Please. Okay, I have two things. I lied to you. I told you one, but I thought of another one. Would you quit lying to me? <laughs> I, <laughs> You come over and you hey, just tell lies. Friends don't lie. I know. I don't I think. I don't think you're you're there yet in Stranger Things. I'm not. That's oh yes, I am. Things. That's I, that's a good okay. segue actually because that's where uh, Hopper and uh, Eleven are having their 
Tizzy in season two. So I'm about halfway through season two. Mm-hmm. The last episode I watched, he found one of the openings and dug all the way down through that oh, guy's yes, field. And he's, yes. I think he's in the upside down now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, it's hard. I don't know yet. I haven't got there. I don't even remember that. So, but probably yeah. it sounds like it. And Mario Andretti's obviously the bad guy, Paul Reiser. Oh yeah. Paul <laughs> he wrecked a Ferrari. Sorry. That was, a, that was a deep, deep pull there, but Beverly um, Hills cop. I am very much enjoying season two. I know people have said it's the worst, and it may be, but I'm like, maybe it's because I don't have a whole lot of insight into it. I'm I'm digging it. Having seen them all, I would say it is the worst, but it's not like, it's not oh bad. man, it's the worst. Like it's like it's like a really well done series, and that just happens to be like the least well done. It's like a career three forty hitter having a two ninety season. Right. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. Exactly. It's like the Edgar Renteria <clears throat> of of shows, like nothing, like nothing sexy, but just a, just a real good player. Solid, right. solid. He'll win uh, you a couple rings. The other thing I was going to mention here, and this is just I'm making this statement here. So recently, I put out there that we had a website up and running, mm-hmm. and it was up and going. You were able to click on it; things were good. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden, Instagram and Facebook took away my posting abilities, mm. saying that we were posting to either a hate speech, terrorist organization, or spam. Oh, my. So I was like, well, I don't think we fall under either of those first two categories. Weird that you lumped all three of those together. It was very strange. Like, both of them. And they're like, I tried to post our uh, bonus episode that came out, and it's like, no, you can't post. It says you have to delete this. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can put it in the comments, because I know on Instagram you can't link a website in your comments. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. even let me do that. Wow. So I have... Sent in an objection letter to them. I have yet to hear back. Instagram must not like Weebly. I guess. So they, I don't know. They just looked at the address and they're like, this is no good. But anyway, for those of you that hopefully got it, I know Big Dave got a chance to see it. He said he was a huge fan. Oh yeah. Good. And he said we should add a section about favorite quotes from movies too when we cover them. I don't know. We can get into that. But anyway, the website is up and running. We will figure out a way to get the actual address link out there. That uh, doesn't act automatically stop it saying it's spam or a uh, criminal organization or hate speech or terrorist organization. Seriously, we we definitely try not to be those those really really you know negative things. Right, no kidding. <laughs> okay, my housekeeping. Yes, uh, I'll do my Stranger Things related as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished the new stuff, season four. Got it all finished. Is that everything? Are they doing like two parts or is it everything? It's very long. I've done it, I've done it all. So it's like... Okay. They, they did. They released like seven episodes. And a lot of them are longer. And then you had to wait like a month or so. And then they dropped eight and nine. But Okay. Um, I was delayed in watching them anyway. So but I just wrapped those up. Is uh, Overall, like I didn't have as much fun this season. It's more of like a true horror. Okay. But still pretty... Very well done. That's for sure. It's just... I don't know, the kids are a little older and just didn't like it as much, but sure. the like, final couple episodes are pretty intense. Okay. They're just too long. It's just, it's weird. Like, I don't like watching my shows as movies. They're just, like, too long. Yeah, I understand. They're just too long, but I'm glad you're still enjoying it. I'm afraid it's just too darn loud, son. <laughs> oh, fellas. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. Huey <laughs> Lewis. All right, my other thing, I was just going to update you. I kind of actually already told you, but just for the people out there. Yeah, people want to know. Celtic Pride, I've been watching it. I'm like halfway through. Mm-hmm. been folding clothes to it. I'm loving it. Good. I just, I was trying to watch it the other night, and I felt I was like falling asleep, so I didn't want to like, I had to stop it. 
because I want to give it my full attention. So I can't tell you how happy that makes me. It's it's uh, we're almost there. It's 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 a fun flick. I don't care what people say. They have kidnapped him. Okay, we've gotten that far at least. Good, good deal. Uh, okay, uh, my last item here. I watched a film from 1988, Red Scorpion, starring Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty interesting. Like it's, I was expecting it to be terrible. I was hoping it was at least like fun, fun terrible. And at first, I was like, "Oh god, this is awful! Like, what have I gotten myself into?" But then, as it went on, it's actually somewhat enjoyable. And then, like, the final battle scene is just freaking amazing. So, okay, I would. I mean, if you, I wouldn't like like uh, strain yourself to watch this film, but if it, you like ever find it, it's definitely at least you could just like pop in like the last like forty five minutes. It's pretty entertaining. Deal. This is like their like commando, like their yeah knock commando off Rambo. Knock- okay, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's like he's Got like, it. oh, I gotta. I got to do my own Rambo Commando thing. Obviously, it's one hundred percent what it is. And like Brian James is in it. Okay, we were just talking about him. We were. He does a terrible Russian accent, <laughs> but but he's in there almost as bad as his British accent in Tango and Cash. Yeah, it's just it's it's not great. But well, I'm glad. I, so I'll keep an yeah. eye out for that. Is it on Prime or something? Or is no, it... I uh, I had to like I got the physical disc from uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. I, I already sent it back. Otherwise, I let you borrow it. But fair enough. No, that's okay. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, I I remember seeing it from like year like every now and then I'll be like, oh, I need to check out that Dolph Lundgren Red Scorpion just to see what it's all about and nothing great, but yeah. still it was solid. Nice. Very cheaply made. Well, obviously but that's okay. Was ending, it a Canon Films production? Ending, I it felt like a Canon Films, but I think it was a step above. I see. I feel like Canon Films sometimes gets a bad rap. Sometimes those are the most fun. They made some great... They knew what they were doing. They did. They knew what they, they were doing. They stuck to their wheelhouse. Right. I'm like, I respect them for it. Absolutely. All right. Should we talk Tremors? You want... I'll give you a random question if oh, you yes. like. Oh, yes. I mean, I always forget your random question. I, was, I throw things in out of here just sporadically. I see if it sticks. It doesn't. But... Okay. So, Tremors, obviously, is a lot lot to cover here. We'll get into it here. But one of, one of my things that I always enjoyed about this movie is there's some very good pairs of people in this movie oh yes so i want to know who your favorite on-screen duo was for just, tremors no just in general oh in general like in general it could be oh, a buddy cop movie could be like on-screen just on-screen duos. buddies i'm just Ooh, that's okay let me think about that just for a quick second yeah i got one, a lot one that pops into my head immediately no one's gonna know but that's don knotts and tim conway there's nothing wrong with that we like, talked you talked about that yeah that's an old that's was it like, last week a couple weeks ago yeah Underrated bonus, underrated Wickelar. comedies. Yeah, <laughs> those two are hilarious because they did Private Eyes and then they did uh, the Apple Dumpling Gang movies. Mm-hmm. Those are guys are just great together. Um, Eddie Murphy and uh, Judge Reinhold and Beverly Hills mm-hmm. Cop. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good duo. Sure. I know I'm probably forgetting some. You know who's like a really like underrated duo is Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan and Cop Out. Oh, <laughs> dude. Those- <laughs> Somehow that works. Yeah, and it, that, that yeah, that was the, not the movie's not very good, but like, and it was not smooth behind the scenes either. Yes, I heard. I remember hearing about that. That was it was not good, but for whatever reason, I don't know. It kind of like stuff they were saying was pretty I, funny. Hey, that's okay. I understand. Mostly due to Tracy Morgan, but um, <laughs> gosh, I feel like I'm probably forgetting like a big one here. I will say, Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon were pretty freaking stellar. Absolutely. As a duo. Like, oh my gosh, they're right up there for me too. They are. That was just fun, man. Just a fun duo. Yeah. I don't know who you got. For me, 
It's a Sylvester Stallone and mm, Kurt Russell. There it is. Yeah, I knew I was like forgetting like an easy. One. I they've only they only did the one movie technically like together like that, but man, I'm, like those two. That was a great matchup. Those two together, it just worked. It really did. There's a little bit of cringeworthiness to be honest on Sly's part, especially early in the movie. But when he and Kurt share the screen together, yeah. Once they find their find their rhythm, oh man, it is good stuff. And then it ends with the with the high five, freeze yeah. frame high five. I have to say, like. I like Bill Murray and Harold Ramis in movies together. Like they're, yeah, right. but they had a bit of a falling out. So mm-hmm. and it's tough. Like you think, okay, David Spade, Chris Farley, but they only got to do a couple together. Oh yeah, that's a good. Oh, that's a really good one. Aykroyd and Belushi. Aykroyd and Candy. Aykroyd and Candy. Yeah, probably would be as I prefer. Yeah, was well, Aykroyd and Belushi only did like they did Blues Brothers. They did Blues Brothers, and they did that weird Neighbors movie that wasn't very oh, good. Yeah, a long time ago. Um. So yeah, I've I don't know. I've me like Tango and Cash right up there. Spade and Farley is good stuff. That's a good call. I Ooh, think man, uh Mike Myers, Dana Carvey. Oh yeah. Wayne's I mean, World. They also only did the one series together. Foreshadowing. But... That's right. Interesting. <laughs> That's a weird weird timing. Absolutely. Anyway, sorry, just this this movie it's not just Great the, question. It's not just those two either. Like I, there's a couple of pairs in this movie that I'm a big fan of, but I was like, man, this is these two are just having a blast together, and it just makes the movie that much better because of it. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, what are some of my on-screen duos? And I'm sure we're forgetting yeah, a sure. lot. But, but you just reminded me, though. Let's yes. go back in time real quick. Let's go back to your Stranger Things. You were talking about watching season two. Yes, sir. Who? I, mean, I was going to ask you, who's your favorite character? Like at this, at the point you're at. Oh, um, it's a good question. I mean, I feel like, honestly, so far, I feel like Hopper's my favorite. Hell yeah. I uh, The kids are good. Like, for the most part, the kids are pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of Will. I'm going to level with you. He's yes. very obnoxious to me. That He is, that's, he's that way all the way through the series. And I'll tell you what. He's I, Thor. I, maybe it's just because I didn't pay attention to it as much. I know it got a lot of awards and a lot of attention on it, but Winona Ryder's really going for it in these oh, first two seasons, man. Jeez. She's definitely overacting. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Um, but, but I enjoy it. But I think, yeah, probably Hopper, I would have to say. Hopper's, Just, Hopper's the best. Yeah, he's, he's good stuff. You know how, like, on Netflix, you can pick your, like, uh, like your icon, your oh, avatar? Yeah. I'm Hopper. Nice. I've been Hopper for a long time. <laughs> I'm a dude with a mustache. Nice. <laughs> That's it. Just that, like, generic cartoon mustache. My, uh, Brooks and Adelaide's, like, favorite pastime is to get on there and, like, hacky, like, little change each other's like image is something silly and like change the name to like you know baby farts or something like that is, yeah perfect so, yeah it's never gets old that's always interesting to sign on and see one of them has been messing around <laughs> who is mr poopy farts <laughs> exactly and why is his picture this green man back okay. to tremors well i'll tell you nobody handles garbage better than we do 1990 1990 not 1980 19, that's 1989 but 1990 We've got what Kevin Bacon. We've got Fred Ward, Michael Gross, Michael Gross, Reba. We got Reba in her film debut, and maybe as equally important as the rest of them, if not more so, Victor Wong, Egg Shen, Egg Shen. Man, sorry, I gotta get that. Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa from Three Ninjas. That isn't like I was looking him up. It's so sad that that was his last acting role. Was Grandpa in Three Ninjas Escape from? Or, oh, or uh, High Noon at Mega Man. Is it High? Okay. The one with Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. That's so bad. 
I was like, oh, that, that's sad. That's tragic, yeah. <laughs> so sad. That was he's got some great ones to his name, though. Oh, man, he does. He's Gosh, like, he was definitely, like, you know, pigeonholed to a certain type sure. of character, which kind of sucks for yeah. him. But, dude, he was so good at He's at so entertaining, parts. too. Uh, like, it's always so good. Yeah, he was awesome. But I have to say, I this is a movie, and I, I'm not going to get into, like, rankings or anything else, obviously, until we get to the end. But this is a movie we've talked about before, like, movies that are taken for granted. Oh. This movie, as, I, at least with me, when I watch it back this time, is like, I take this movie so for granted. It's Yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to, like, usually I try to, like, hold my thoughts to myself. I'm just going to spoil it already. Like, yeah, I... Dude, this movie rules. It's so fun. It's such a blast. We can, we'll get into it here. Um, What's your history? History with me, honestly, I haven't... I, and it began... It, 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 what made me think of it is like, I've seen this all the way through maybe three times. I've seen bits and pieces on TV all the time. Oh, like, yeah. I, I always catch it. Oh, but, yeah. And I always watch it, but I'm always like, oh, yeah, this is good. And then, like, something will come up and I'll get distracted. But I probably haven't sat down and watched this all the way through since college. And as soon as we started, like I was telling you before we started, like even my wife, like she she always w- likes to watch with me unless it's like Nightmare on Elm Street or something. And she's half asleep. It's like nine thirty. Yeah. I'm like, this is an hour and a half, so it's not too bad. It's a pretty quick watch. And she's like, okay, I'm thinking she'll be out. But she stayed the entire time. Like she's watching it. We got done. She's like, that was really fun. I'm like, it it's is gripping. right. Like it's gripping. It's my always makes whenever she does this like makes me think of role models like sorry I just got caught up but it's like it's fun right tell your friends <laughs> oh man what's your history uh, my history is so once upon a time back in the day this was 1990 so that uh, so that checks out so this was on TV so it's probably like 91 92 mm-hmm. my sister and I were home like in the summer and uh, this was just on I remember just like we started watching it we were just like hooked. Like, I will never forget that day. Just like, man, this movie is freaking awesome. But we were watching it on TV, so. Sure. You know, it wasn't like as scary and like the language wasn't as bad. And then like, you know, years later, I mean, I, it's like you said, it was on TV all the time. So I watched it a ton. But then years later, I started, I started like actually watching the film, you know, getting my hands on a DVD or whatever. But it's interesting. Like, I thought it would be like more scary and like more gory or like more language. But it's really not like it's relatively mild. Yeah, yeah, there's like a couple f words and or maybe even like one f word. I think it's I yeah I can only think of the one. Yeah, the way he's like f you. Yeah. yeah, that's like I was like oh that's like really the only like one I, I even remember. I almost sent that to you when I asked you if you wanted to drink tonight. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was like that's too harsh. But like, uh, Fred Ward has some other like minor cuss words. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't even I'm assuming this is rated R. I didn't even I forgot to even look. I yeah I, I honestly didn't look. But yeah, I'm just I don't know. I'm like I figured it'd be like more gory just after watching the tv one but it's like pretty much the same it's I'm yeah sure they really like cut some stuff out but it probably for like some channels probably wouldn't even be edited nowadays yeah like I, I, right nowadays it's nothing it's like I, not even scary yeah but yeah i so yeah i watched it as a kid and like instantly fell in love with it and it's always just been a fun movie that i'll just throw on and like i just yeah i just I'm a huge fan so you said Sister Hightower, and you watch it as Sister Hightower a fan? Uh, I bet she would. I bet if we asked her, she would say she liked it just from watching it back in the day. Let us know. She's probably not a huge fan of the series. Let us know, Sister Hightower. Yeah, where you at on uh, Tremors? Just the first one. Yes. Have you? Do you know about this? Like, oh, I, so, the legs of the series. <laughs> I know there's a ton of sequels, there's and then a ton they did. Of them. Was it a Netflix series that they did when Kevin Bacon came back finally? Oh, Kevin, well, did Bacon come back? I thought he did, because he, like, disowned this movie for a long yeah, time. Yeah, for a long time. Did he come back to the the new movie? That, I, he may have, maybe he did the new movie. 
was it a movie on Netflix? Yeah, like I thought there was like a... There was a TV series at one time. Okay. But I don't think I had any of the original stars. I don't know. I felt like he was back in one of these things. But Except it... for Michael Gross. Michael Gross will do any, any <laughs> Trimmer movie Michael Gross is on board like, to this day. I was going to say, he's still... Yeah, I think he's in every single one of them. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So I'm trying to go back and look just to see. I don't know why I thought Kevin Bacon was, but it's so weird, too, because he... Um... He wants like nothing to do with being associated with Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, he hates his and early for, stuff. And for this, it was it was like this for a long time too. So, well, yeah. I mean, if you like, so if you believe the internet rumors, for like the longest time, he like blamed this movie for like ending his career. And then, like you know, it's just funny, like Kevin Bacon, like talking about the end of his career, and he's been in like. He was like the Samuel L. Jackson before, like Samuel L. Jackson made like four thousand movies. Okay, it was a movie. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought it was a TV show, but yeah, he he came back for that. Shrieker Island. It just it just says Tremors TV movie in 2018. Oh, okay. Him and Fred Ward both. Oh man, I wonder if that was it. I don't know. Maybe it was. It did. This it did, is not it sure dropped, it came subtitle. on Netflix. I haven't seen that one, obviously. Okay. But I've seen like the first four. I see, and I've only seen the first. Only, I've never, I haven't seen any of the. Sequels. Only the first one's good, so I. Like, yeah. That's fine. Right. But, All right, man. You want to get into it? Hey, real quick. Also, Ron Underwood is the director of this film. Yes. So we're adding a new director to our list. Do you know what other films he has directed? One in particular? I don't. A little film called City Slickers. Oh, really? Yes. Not City Slickers 2, though. Not the second one. Okay. Just numero uno. Curly. Ron Underwood. <laughs> Ron Underwood also directed. I was like, he had a couple of decent films, and I was like, man, what happened to this guy? And I looked a little bit further up. And he also directed Pluto Nash. Ah, nailed it. So you're like, ooh, that's okay. <laughs> There's where the train went off the tracks. Yeah. He's actually still working today. He does a lot of like TV shows that you've heard of. Like I know, I think I saw like one of those like Fear of the Walking Deads. Oh, okay. It's probably his most worse, uh, recent thing. So he's still doing stuff, but good for him. He did a ton of TV stuff, so that's good to see he's still working. Yeah. Well, he's got one really solid one here. We'll get into it now. Let's but, do it. Yeah. Yeah, this was his debut, I think. I think this was his first film. That's coming out of the gate strong, then. I'm kidding. To Kevin Bacon peeing off a cliff. That's right. I This whole opening scene, like, it, it sets the tone so perfectly because he wakes up. Fred Ward, uh, Earl, in the in the movie, wakes him up and messes with him. And they're, like, you can tell they're, like, farmhand, ranch hand. Like, they're working on stuff. Talking about, you know, nothing's better than having some personal freedom and going and doing what you please. But I have to say... Kevin Bacon is not a convincing farmhand, the way he's hammering in that one, like, top of the barbed wire. Did you notice that? Yeah, he did it, like, 12 times, I feel <laughs> like. Even, I don't know if it was, like, genuine or not, but Fred, Fred Ward, Ward, like, he yeah. totally reacts, like... The way he, like, looks at him funny. Yeah, he's like, hey, are you serious? Yeah, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, are you, like, messing with me right now? I noticed that. Yeah, but they were, so they're just, you know, like I said, immediately, you can tell they're buddies, they're having a good time together. Working together, like you know, you gotta you gotta have a plan. Or Fred Ward's telling Kevin Bacon, you gotta have a plan. You gotta be thinking about something. Blah blah blah. And they're going back and forth. But then they, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, Valentine's is I should say Valentine's his name in the movie. Before I continue to say Kevin right. Bacon, but Val, um, Val for short. He uh, he's like, oh wait, there's a new girl starting over here. Blah, blah. So he just takes the truck off road. Just goes. Just cuts it yeah. cuts it right because there might be a girl. Risky business, and he wants him to meet all the boxes and. <laughs> Rhonda's out there. That's right. Finn Car. I don't. I didn't look. Has she been in anything else? Uh, she's been in some TV stuff. But I don't think any okay. other notable films. Like I could be wrong, but she didn't. Uh, her nothing looked too familiar. But we meet Rhonda. She's the seismologist. Help me, Rhonda. That's right. The grad student. 
and and like they set this up like he's like I hope she's got blonde hair, long legs, blah blah, blah all that stuff. And then they roll up and he's like visibly like disappointed. <laughs> but she's got like like the zinc on her nose, you know, like the big sunblocks. Oh yeah. But I was like, she's like, she's clearly still cute. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, like what you're upset about. Like, that's what I said. I was like, Earl, Earl totally has this right. He's like giving him our yeah. time. He's like, you gotta like lighten up, dude. No kidding. He's in. A, he lives in a town of fourteen people. Yeah. I think. I think uh, you shouldn't be so picky. Hey, beauty is not skin deep. It's true. Beauty is much deeper than that. And it's within the eye of the beholder. That's right. And we find out Rhonda is just. Just a lovely person throughout this entire movie. She is great. I yeah, I appreciate Earl's like, dude, you gotta calm down. You gotta you gotta <laughs> widen your horizons and not have it check these boxes. Like, good for you, Earl. No more Tammy Lynn Baxters. That's right. Hey, quick question for you. Yes, sir. I'm gonna ask you a breakfast question. Okay. Would you rather for breakfast have uh bologna and beans or eggs over easy? Eggs over easy. Uh yeah, easy question. Yeah, I was <laughs> they were going back for I'm like, who has bologna and beans for breakfast? Yeah, if I'm Fred Ward, I'm like yeah, I'll cook breakfast because I don't want you cooking freaking bologna and yeah. beans. Do you like bologna? Heck no. <sighs> Bologna? I'm going to tell you right now, as no. a kid. Oh, no. I think we've had this conversation. White bread, two slices of bologna. <laughs> white bread, two slices of bologna. You, white bread. Yeah, that's happened. The, the bologna sandwich. I still do it. Yeah, that's a lot of bologna. The missus, she, like, every time I do it, she's like, that's disgusting. I can't stand that. I'm like, there's nothing better in this world. Bologna. Slice of bread and bologna. <laughs> Just mm, hits the spot, man. Oh, my. I had somebody, one of my, my, well, you remember my buddy Joel from the wedding? Mm-hmm. He, I told him and his wife one day, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I, when I eat lunch or whatever, I pack like a bologna sandwich. And she looked at me like... I'm just drinking straight lard and, <laughs> and desert or dessert fat, like just any unhealthy thing I could do. She's like, "Why would you eat that?" I'm like, "I don't know, cause it tastes good." Like, it's yummy in my tummy. Give me frosting and lard, and just throw it down the gullet. Hey, another fun thing that we get to see here between these two obvious friends. Yes. When they have disagreements, they go to their old rock paper scissors method. That's right. Which I love. Just rock paper scissors shoot. You know that you know we have two just good buddies here when they rock paper scissors and shoot for it. And there's no arguments afterwards. That's right. It's all all sales are final. It's all that's all in the up and up here. I love it, man. Also, great music. Yes. It kind of reminds me of like Overboard a little bit. It's kind of like that like hillbilly like. Yep. I don't know. Just like fun. I don't know why. It just puts you in a good mood. I know. I totally agree. Like the first like five minutes of this movie, I'm, like, I'm already. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm in. I'm having a good time. Like, Great I get time. what we're doing. Like, I know what's coming, and yet I'm still like, you know what? This is still going to be fun. Don't care. <laughs> Great time. Uh, so then they run to the local market store. I can't remember what the name of it is. I don't know. if Is it just I believe Walter's? it's called Walter Chang's Market. Walter Chang's Market. Okay. I knew sure. it was Walter something. I'm pretty sure that's what okay. it's called. <laughs> and we get to meet Bert and Heather Gummer. I thought it was Gunner for the longest time. Yeah, Gummer. Gummer. Yep. G-U-M-M. Reba. E-R. And Michael Gross. That's right. Mr. Keaton. Mr. Keaton. Not Mr. Michael Keaton. Not Mr. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Mr. Stephen Keaton. Uh, but, but most importantly, we get to meet Walter Chang. Walter Chang. Victor Wong. Victor Wong. And they just kind of, you know, the other nice thing I like about this movie is they just like keep bopping back to the market like ever so oh often. Oh my God. Okay, continue your thoughts. I, I, I have a market thought too. I just enjoy it because they just keep bopping back. But they also like immediately this first scene when they show up, 
Walter's like, hey, that fridge is on the fritz or that freezer thing's on the fritz. Yes. And they go, oh, you know, we'll get to it later. But they kind of like brush it off because Val's like, hey, we just have to have a long-term plan. That way we can get out of work. And that writer all like <laughs> totally digs it. But it sets up the scene later on in the movie. Yeah. Where the worms find it. So, I don't know. I just, I appreciate this back and forth because then it's like the central hub where all the characters are and there's not a, a ton of characters and you kind of get to know everybody. I just, yeah. I, I like that aspect Dude, of this. I absolutely freaking love the market. Yes. But only, well, I mean, I like the scenes that happen there and the dialogue that happens there. But my favorite thing about the market is like all the old like 80s amnesias in there. Well, I guess 90s amnesias. Like, did you notice... There was a slice can. When they cut over to that big, like, Pepsi thing, mm-hmm. it's, there's sl- it's like Diet Pepsi, Pepsi, and, like, Slice and Diet Slice. Like, I man, did not what notice a freaking, that. Oh, my God. I, I saw that, saw and Pepsi I was like, oh, Diet my Pepsi. God. Wow. Slice. I do remember Slice. Me, too. But there's so many, like, to name in this movie. I'll, uh, I'll try to hit them when they pop up. But also, later on in the film, for the second time in probably a month, glass Gatorade bottles. See, I just... Did you notice those? I, I saw it, but I'm like, man, I just must have... Maybe I was just too young to ever yeah. pay attention to it. Dude, these mar- I mean, these guys, markets... There's a... He's got like a rental, VHS rental thing behind. Mm-hmm. The one scene, too. I was like, I could trying to see like what videos he had, but I couldn't quite make it up. I, yeah, I couldn't either. Reminds me I of... Tried. I used to... Where uh, Schnooks is, the, where the uh, haircut place is, that used to be a video rental store when mm-hmm. I was younger. Interesting. So I, I don't. It kind of gave me flashbacks. Of like it was always the, if you're good while we're going shopping, you can go rent something for the mm-hmm. weekend, and we wouldn't always go to Blockbuster. So it kind of brought me back to that as a, as a kid. That was you know, nice. mid to late nineties, but good times. Vividly remember renting WWF yeah. WrestleMania. Oh yeah, on the Super Nintendo. Oh, great game. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, we get to meet everybody. They kind of, you know, back and forth a little bit. And then when they cut back to Rhonda, or at least we, we cut back to Rhonda in the movie, and there's some suspicious ground movement. Yeah. The needle's going. Getting some seismic activity. Seismic activity. Don't know what's going on. And something's coming after in the ground. Looks like something's going to yeah, snag her up. Yeah, like the Jaws cam. Yeah. But it, the worm cam. But she avoids it. She gets in her car, fires up her truck right when the thing makes like its roaring sound. Has so. no idea that it happened either. Yeah, so that's that's I like that. I like that they're setting up that there's something out they there. They are early, absolutely which is lurking. Good, good move. So uh, Val and Earl keep doing their kind of odds and ends jobs. They're doing uh, that sump pump for oh, the septic tank. Yeah, septic oh, tank man. pump. <laughs> I this is like my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah, like they're just going back and forth, but they keep talking about they're going to leave and they're going to go to Bixby, the big town of Bixby. Bixby. They're heading to Bixby, and they they even. Um, they finally, like, they get uh, cornered by, I can't remember what her name was, but she's like, hey, can you do this, please? Like, I'll, oh, I'll give you a case yeah. of beer or whatever yeah. for... Is it Nancy? May- yeah, I think it is. Because she's the one that has the little girl from right. Jurassic Park as her daughter, Lex, right? Lex from Jurassic Park. Mindy. Yeah, Mindy and Nancy, I think. So she's tried to ask them to do something, but they're both like, nope, we're out of here. We're going to do it. They take off. They got all their stuff loaded up. They're heading to Bixby. But then they see Edgar. He's on the electrical tower. Edgar... Edgar, what are you doing up there? Must have passed out. And like you said, they settled that dispute about who's going up by the old rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. And uh, Kevin Bacon loses a lot. He does. So he goes up and he goes to check on uh, Edgar, but Edgar didn't make it. Edgar Deems. He died. 
It's weird that he like freaks out. I mean, I guess it would be kind of weird to see a dead body, but yes. the way he like reacts, you like, and then we see his face. It's just kind of like dry. It's not like it's not like he's been shot in the face or something. Like yeah, it just looks like he's asleep. Like it doesn't look yeah, like it's like it's yeah. So it's, it's very kinda, strange. I mean, and I then, get it. He wasn't expecting to see a dead body, but, right? But yeah. And then we find out that Edgar died not of a gunshot wound, not right. of electrocution, but De- of dehydration. Dehydration. Somebody chased him up there. He didn't get one of those glass Gatorade bottles. No, he didn't. Take it up with him. <laughs> Replenish his electrolytes. <laughs> hey, while we're talking about this, uh, I started a kill count for this film. The missus asked me, she's like, how many people died in this movie? Because I was trying to remember. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep counting just for fun. So Edgar is our first. He's one. We don't get to see him die, but we find his body, so it counts. Yes. And then the second casualty happens pretty quickly after that. That's right. Old Fred. Old Fred. I said I didn't know his name, but he was he's just digging away in that sheep pen. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, just <laughs> down he goes. I, this, he has a good, pretty good death. He's he just, does. He's just hollering out there. Yeah. Like and uh, poor, uh, poor Val and Earl, they just happen across him, too. <laughs> okay. What's going on? So they're digging around. They're, they're trying to root around, and they move the hat, and they see that his face is the only thing that's not buried. That was that was like the one scary part. I feel like as a kid, like yeah. I kind of like was like whoa. There's one a little bit later on that like if I when I when I was younger I was like oh this kind of like freaked me out but we'll we'll get to it but that one too is also it, it's pretty intense for the rest of the movie or the tone of the rest of the movie. All right, so we got two deaths. So we got two, and at this point Val and Earl I think are rightfully pretty freaked out. They're like, hey, we don't know a lot of people, and two that we do know are dead. So that's concerning. And these road workers are out there jackhammering away on this road. <laughs> Earl, get out of here, serial killer. He's <laughs> just freaking out and screaming. God, and they're Earl. like, wait, what? Like, they just keep going about their business. <laughs> well, like, one of them grows and grabs, like, a crowbar. He's, like, he's kind of concerned. The he other is. guy just keeps on jackhammering. It's very, like, comical, though. He's like, oh, I'm going to crowbar it or whatever. But uh, great effect, too. Like, they're doing the jackhammer, and then the jackhammer punctures mm-hmm. one of the, the worms, clearly. That's right. Ooze starts coming out, and I'm like, I for some reason when I watched this back this time, I did not remember this is the way this guy went down. Like I'm like, oh, he gets like swallowed up, but that wire wrapping around his leg and then the worm taking off, dragging him. I did not remember it going down that way. Yeah, he goes up over the hill, and yeah, but I don't. The thing I didn't remember was the second guy, who just gets like crushed by rocks. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. It's kind of kind of lame. Yeah, I assume they both got eaten, but there's four. So that's four. Four deaths. We had four. We had nothing, and we had four, like in the blink of an eye. That's right. So they they get back to this market. Like I said, it's like ever so often, it's just like, all right, let's go back to the market. So Earl and Val go back to the market, and they're kind of telling everybody, giving them a rundown of what's going on, and like, all right, well, you got to get to Bixby then, and we got to get some got to get some help, figure out what's going on. So they That's take right. off, but then they come across the construction accident. And they're yep, and so everything the path is blocked. There's one road in, one road out. One in and one out. They're they're blocked off. So Val's like, all right, well I'm gonna. For some reason, he just like floors it backwards into that hillside, and he's stuck. He thinks Earl's like, hey, you got it stuck. Blah blah blah. You get you're not gonna do this. He goes, I'm not stuck. Whatever. So then he punches it, and it eventually breaks loose, and they get back to the market. But we find out it was not the hillside. It was one of those damn worms. One of those damn worms. Do you know what these worms have been called? Like, I think I think Kevin Bacon even actually says the name of them towards the end of the film. Mm-mm. But since this film, the graboids. Graboids. They're called graboids. Yes. 
But I think Kevin Bacon refers to him as a grab boy, like towards the end. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this right now, too. Yes. I, t- I told the missus this last night. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like to hear this. It's a little bit of a Dune ripoff. Yeah, but it's way better. <laughs> way better. No one no one rides one of these things. They do. Yes. Paul Atreides does ride one. It's totally a Dune ripoff, but it's I was just I was joking last night we got done. I was like, Hey, do you know this movie's like a total Dune ripoff? And she's like, Wait, what, seriously? I was like, it's not. Like I said the the only similarity is a large underground worm. Like that's yeah. where the similarities end. The, they do kinda like yeah. They do look they they do have some similarities in their look, but the ones in Dune are like way way Giant. way bigger and yeah. these ones are obviously still big but it has to be at least three times bigger <laughs> he's absolutely right <laughs> so yeah they figure out like okay they don't really know what this is and i love too that like everybody's first reaction is to treat it like an amusement it's like a yeah like a pull off the side of the road and like here's the large world's largest ball of wood or ball of wax or whatever so they set it up at the market. I did, I did appreciate that. Um, they sold it for fifteen bucks, though. Yeah. What were they doing? Well, that's, uh, that's nothing. They're they're they needed money. Chump change. I know. Good man, Victor or uh, what's his name? Walter. Walter. Walter Chang is a shrewd businessman. He is. Well, he, you don't open a market in a town with fourteen people and fourteen people. Why do you even need a market? And he's still in business. He is pretty shrewd on business. He must be doing well. Yeah, absolutely. He's got some good items. He's got that uh, hush hush money from the Wing Kong. Well, it does seem like the Gummers are probably supporting him. They seem like they have money from, they, s- yeah. from something. So after all that, then we go to the doctor and his wife because the doctor had inspected uh, the body of Edgar earlier, and That's they're, right. they're they're working on their house. Yeah, they're building right outside of perfection. So they're going and getting to work, and then all of a sudden the doctor's like, hey, the generator's not working or it's shut off. Like, we don't know what's going on. Sorry, they lost power. He goes to check on it, finds the wire underground. All of a sudden, some puffs of sand, some, <laughs> some pockets of sand underneath start poofing up and gets gobbled up. Jim, done. He gone. Now, this is the part that I'm remembering back, like, when I was a kid. Like, this was the part that kind of freaked me out. When she gets in the car, and, like, those wor- you see those little worms, and then they go away, and then, like, the car starts to tilt up, and you yeah. know that it's getting eaten. Like, that was the part that freaked me out as a kid. I was like, that God, was that so- is terrifying. So there's no, uh, there's no keys in the ignition. Does she turn the lights on? Yeah, because okay. remember when he digs the, he when they come the next day, and he moves Well, yeah, the- but I didn't, like... And the radio was on. Yeah, that was, a, that was like a standalone radio, though. That mm. was like a little okay. battery-powered radio she had. I didn't realize. I thought it was just Which, a car radio. there's no way that thing would still be playing. No. But yeah, the headlights. So I was like, man, is she, did they have the headlights on randomly? Like, whatever. It's a movie. Yeah. No, that's um, that's a good question. So um, anyway, after that, we get back to the shop. Take a look. That was five and six also. Yes. For the death count. And uh, Bert, I, I give him credit. He really gives a rally the troops speech. He's like, "Hey, we got we got to arm ourselves. We got to get after him here." And I I appreciate that Bert's like the crazy like gun nut in this oh, yeah. movie, but also kind of saves the day too. Like, oh, yeah. not a total buffoon like sometimes it can be. So I was, I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. But anyway, he gives a real uh, real rally the troops speech, and then everyone decides, all right. So here's what we'll do: they have a car. They're gonna go check on. They're going to go try to get the Rhonda. Yes, they're they're going to go get Rhonda. Anyone else they can find. And then Val and Earl are going to take the horses <laughs> and try to go to Bixby. 
I'd love that. Or they were, they were going to check on the doctor first, weren't they? I can't, uh, one of them said they were checking on the doctor, and the other one's like, we'll get Rhonda. Yeah, I think they were just but then, Bixby. And they just and, but then Val and Earl end up doing all of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, old school uh, Orange Crush 2 liter in, in this scene. Nice. I see. I missed all this oh stuff. I was, God, just, I, I was so into the. Every time I went to that market, I was I had my eyes peeled. I'm so gonna have awesome. to. I'm gonna. I honestly like. What I was thinking today, I was like, I want to go back and watch this again now. So I'm oh, probably man. gonna watch it again before yeah, next. There's a, like a there's like a little documentary on the my like Blu-ray. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even know this was on here. Ooh, nice. I know. I gotta check it out. Yeah. Okay. So here, yeah, Bert and Heather say they're gonna go check for Rhonda. And <laughs> yeah, I love it when. <laughs> They, had, they did the rock, paper, scissors over who got the rifle and who got the yeah. gun. And, like, Earl got the pistol, but then Reba gives him, like, a way better, like, rifle. All I could think <laughs> the whole time I'm watching this, like, hey, I'll trade you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. First time you ever plug somebody? <laughs> and Ron, I uh, I appreciate Heather, too. is like, here, take this. It's not going to do anything. Like, take this one. She's giving, giving Earl and Valentine a bigger gun. So they're like, all right, so... They're getting ready to take off, and I have to say, if there is one thing in this movie that I do not like, and it's not even like, ironically, or just like, kind of like, I do not like Melvin. Oh, yeah, we even talked about Melvin. Melvin is awful. This character doesn't make sense to me. No, not at all. It's a random bratty teenager that's out in this town of 14, who's, apparently his parents have just abandoned him. I guess. I mean, maybe that makes sense why he's a little turd then. I, it doesn't make sense. Like, I've seen people that have, like, since, like, I don't know if, like, the people who wrote this film or if it's, like, in some of the later sequels, but, but I've seen where people have, like, oh, yeah, his parents are off in Vegas and they've just left him behind or something. <laughs> they from, just made up that story on yeah, their own. Yeah, I'm like, does he live in that little shack? Like, what's going on? Yeah, because that's where they're doing the septic tank stuff whenever yeah. that. Well, I guess he does that little, he, I guess he does those have, like, a little house. You're right. But he also, like. Hangs out in that little shack, too, at one point. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I, like, his whole character... I remember when I first watched it, was like, okay, so he's going to die. Like, the the, war- the the graboids will get him. Like, nope. Never does. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. If anybody needed it, it was Melvin. Definitely. And I even... Love, I love how much Earl hates Melvin, I do, too. Even at one point, I was like, he needs his ass kicked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. That's great. And then next, after that, this is when Earl and Val find, uh, they get to the doctor's place and like, where's the, you know, where's the car? Where's everything else? And that's when they find the car that's under the dirt with the lights still on. Mm -hmm. Still very terrifying. That's right. And they're like, all right, we need to haul it. So they're just booking it across the desert, but then they get stopped by a worm. And I did not. I didn't like this scene. I did not remember that horse getting got as much as it did, man. This is well done. Like It was. I, that horse deserves an Oscar. It does. I mean, it was clear that horse was clearly a trained horse laying there, and like it's incredible what you can those do. Those little snake puppets were coming up, and yeah, how well horses are trained for movies is yeah, it's unbelievable. Nuts, it's the same. I always think the same thing with like dogs and cats and stuff. Like, yeah, the things that these trainers can get these animals to do, bravo. I agree. It's crazy. So they're they're busting it, but they. They're getting chased by the worm. So now that the horse is down, like they're on foot, so they're running, they're booking it, and they're trying to get to that like concrete ravine. And yeah. they're just hustling to get there. Well, so they This is the first time too that they see that it's actually like one giant big worm. I think at this point they've only seen the little snake. That's, yeah, that's right. Little snake things. But yeah. But yeah, you're it's chasing them. So they're going towards that ravine. They're like, All right, whatever, we can run and make it. So they jump. They don't quite make it, but thankfully that concrete's thick enough. 
Well, it's funny that like knocked itself unconscious. Yeah, unconscious hell, it's dead. <laughs> it's funny that that concrete kills it, but then like the concrete and like Bert's basement is like just, just Con- yeah nothing convenience. Totally, maybe it was the maybe it was the force of impact. Maybe that's what it, it could was. be. He, it was coming in hot. <clears throat> it's it coming was. in real hot. It I mean, was. it makes sense. So they're obviously you know thrilled that that's the case, and then Rhonda comes out from behind him and scares the crap out of him. They're like, she sees what it was and like, oh my God, like, what is this? So (laughs) thankfully she seems like somewhat of an expert on this. She's like, oh, this is how it moves. And she starts like just diagnosing everything. uh, (laughs) This is the biggest zoologist or yeah, whatever discovery of the century. One of my favorite parts of this scene is like, is Fred Ward and Rhonda are like talking about it down in that little trench where it died. And then, like, the camera pans up, and Kevin Bacon has, like, dug at his body out. Yes. And he's like, hey, I found the ass end of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> That's right. It's, God, it's so fun. The whole thing, too, and it, it made me laugh, because i watching it back, and she, he's always asking, Kevin Bacon's always asking her, like, what about this? What about this? She's like, why am I the expert? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, to be fair. Great question. Like, you're also the one that can kind of, like, diagnose what this thing is and how it moves and stuff. Yeah, like, so... You have the highest level of education, <laughs> yeah, so you, you are, are the expert. You are you are one hundred percent on top of this, dude. How great is Kevin Bacon in this movie? He's so good. It bums me out that like he didn't he like hated this. I know. I t- I totally agree. I did not. I'm glad he's not back on board. I did not understand why he was so, so against it. Freaking entertaining in this movie. I could understand him being against Friday the Thirteenth more than this one. Yeah, me too. Like Friday the Thirteenth certainly has its its reputation and like all right, I, whatever. I even read where he said he like had a blast like filming with Fred Ward and stuff. Said that they were like they had like he was like such a like you know positive guy to work with and all yeah. this stuff, whatever. And just like it was just the like he, I think it was like the after the fact it did so poorly and that he thought it he was like depressed after it didn't do yeah. well and like it, he thought it had like killed his career. Probably just so trying he, to distance himself from so yeah, it. Yeah. So then he tried to like. So then he was like hated it for like a long time, and then he's come back around to it. But. I was gonna say like you can't. I guess you you can because it's happened before. But for the most part, like when Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon are on screen together, like it seems like they're genuinely friendly in real life. Like I realize yeah. that's acting, but that seems more like they had a good time and they were actually buddies on screen. So I'm glad to hear that oh, yeah. he was like, yeah, at least had a good time with that. Yeah, they definitely have a good, like, on-screen chemistry. And they, um, again, like I said, just convenience. But they're they're talking about how it moves, or she's talking about how it moves. But like, she goes, well, there's at least three more. Oh, that's right. She pulls out the charts. She's like, because there's events here, here, and here. It's like, okay. Here, here, here. <laughs> Where's... Where's your truck? Oh, it's over this way. But uh, why'd she park so far away from her stuff? I don't know why she's wandering out that far. So crazy. I don't know what she's doing walking out that way. She's like, she got like, I mean, I guess she could get her truck and pull up, but she has to like carry all that stuff around. Yeah. Did she move from spot to spot? I get maybe she saw that there was an event going on that way, and so she started walking that way. But so dumb. Good thing that they uh, happened to kill that one, because otherwise she was going to get eaten. No kidding, saved her life. How did she not get killed already? I don't know. It's it's a miracle. And they uh, they're headed back to the truck, and then they get another worm attack, mm-hmm. and they manage to get on top of a rock because they're like it's solid ground. Mm-hmm. They can't get through to solid ground. Like okay, and then we find out the the graboids are very patient. They keep just uh, waiting on this rock. They end up sleeping on the rock. Clever girl. That's right. See if it's still there. He just starts poking at the ground with a two by four. 
Love it. Well, it's funny how, like, they, th- yeah, poke at it or, like, throw rocks or throw the shovel or whatever, and, like, it immediately grabs them. But then, like, when they pull vault, like, not yeah, a, not a, not a grab boy in sight. I also think it's funny that, they're, yeah, their big solution is she's like, well, pole vault. Like, okay. So then they're pole vaulting from rock to rock. I'm like, and, like, they're conveniently, like, these giant sticks next to these rocks. <laughs> yep. And not only that, she's like, well, pole vault to the residual boulders. And then one yeah. of them, two makes that comment. <laughs> like, Ford, yeah. <laughs> We'll go to the residual boulder. Dude, Earl is so great. But the, the I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, one, no way that there's that many rocks in consecutive order to get to the truck. And two... Have you been to perfection? I have not. Okay. So I, I guess I shouldn't say there's no way. Where, where do you think? Is this in New Mexico? Where's... Arizona, Arizona New Mexico, and i got to be one of those. Or Nevada? Two. Maybe, yeah. Is Bixby a real... Uh... Yeah, Bixby is. I feel like Bixby's in Texas. Texas. I could be wrong, but I don't But anyway, I'm also thinking, like, okay, so let's say there are rocks evenly spaced out like that. Okay. The rocks are not going to be flat on top, so you're going to try and land on an uneven surface. And me with bad ankles, all I'm thinking, like, that's an immediately rolled ankle. Like, I just, my legs hurt. That's all it is. Okay. It's Nevada. It's Bixby? Is in Nevada? Yeah. Okay. Well, this film is set in, I don't know if this is a real town. But it's supposed to be in Nevada. I feel I, I feel like there is a Bixby, but anyway. Um, they get to the truck. They manage to get to the truck, but they're like, hey, we're gonna have to haul it here because this thing's gonna be on us when we get to the truck. Which again, to your point, it wasn't on them when they're pole vaulting, but it gets to them in the truck. But anyway, That's right. they get on, she dives through the back window of the truck to turn it on and start driving forward, and I I freaking lost it. This that that worm's coming after him, and they like the smaller ones are going, and Val just slaps, slaps that one. It. I wrote the same note. Oh my god, I laugh. He just smacks the crap just out of it. Swats it in the face. Love it. And they get out of there. Thankfully, <laughs> they get they get back and they get to the shop. Um, and then Earl, Val, and Rhonda are telling the entire crew like what's going on. Like, all right, here's what we found. One of them's dead. They move underground. All this other stuff. And. For some, again, reason or another, Val's smart enough to piece together that they're coming for them at this shop. It's because like, all the targets they've hit are like on the way. But for a guy that has no plan, supposedly, <laughs> and is not super intelligent, like all of a sudden he's just like, they're coming for us. Hey, man. He just... Uh, hey, when you're a hunter, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just like he's... Uh, when it counts, he's on. So they're all having their argument in the shop and Melvin goes out back and he starts bouncing that basketball and then it gets attacked. Ding, ding, basketball. Too bad that it didn't eat him. Um, Scratched his leg. It did scratch his leg. So he did not out unscathed. And they figure out like, okay, we have to be quiet because they're picking up on the vibrations. And then Mindy's down the street with her pogo stick. Oh, poor Mindy. And Val just dives in and saves the day. Would have been a great opportunity because, like, Melvin, they'd already set up. Melvin just kept doing the cry wolf thing where he'd, like, act like he was being attacked or whatever. He did it, like, twice. That would have been a perfect opportunity for that thing to actually kill him. I know. Like, I was thinking the same thing. That would have been great. I think that's when Earl's like, I'm going to kick his. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and I also have to say, so this is some quick thinking on their part. So, and the and the whole scuttle, Rhonda gets caught up in some barbed wire. This is, might be the best quote of the film. Oh, I was just, I was thinking, like, bravo to them, like, hey, putting, like, immediately, like, hey, you got to lose the pants. Like, I realize that could be considered, like, creepy, and say, but it's like, no, nah, this is just smart Yeah, decision. no, it makes sense, but Val, did you hear what he says? Huh? He's like, he's like, help her, and he's like, get out of those pants! Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, 
Get out of those pants. Get out of those pants. Any other context, that's very <laughs> creepy and unsettling. I love that When line. you're about to be eaten by a graboid. That's less... right. Yeah. In any other context, that's not going to work. Appreciate it, too, because they immediately like get back in. They're patching her up. She's like, the guy hands her some clothes. Like, it's no big deal. It's a non-event for everybody. I was like, good, good call, everybody. Good teamwork. <laughs> Oh, so they're all kind of chit-chatting about what they need to do, and then that ice box it starts going. Oh man, bad timing. This, uh, this isn't Optimus Prime or anything like that levels, but the missus was devastated to oh, find really? out Walter didn't make it. I uh, this one doesn't bug me at all, just because like I don't know, it's such a it's fun, so silly, fun. Do- yeah, right. <laughs> but he's basically doing like a. It kind of reminds me of Ace Ventura when he's in the Shark Tank. Yes, when he's like when he's like swinging. <laughs> He's swinging it's not around. Snowflake. It's not 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 Snowflake. He just keeps patting. Yeah, but it's like clear. Just like a, yep. Like he's just like on like an animatronic ride, just being swung left and right. I'm sorry again, Mister Ace. I'll have the plumbing checked immediately. Whoa! Be sure that you, you do. Do not go in there. Had I been drinking out of the toilet, I might have been killed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Walter, he's he's down. He's, he's down for seven. the count. And the the graboids are trying to break through the ground and everything, and everybody's like, "All right, get to the roofs!" And everybody get to the roofs. So thankfully, they're all safe. They all get on top of their perspective roofs, and then Heather and Bert, or I should say, Heather sees that everybody's on the roof. She's like, "Bert, something's going on. Like everybody's on the roof." So they get on the uh, CB and they're trying to like, "Hey, you know, stop talking because they can hear." But Bert and Heather. Are they're not, you know, obviously putting, Bert's not putting two and two together. They're like, hey, they're coming for you. They're coming for you. And I love this scene. Like, this scene cracks me up when that, that graboid comes through the wall. And they're like, oh, yeah, God, we're going to lose them. And they just blow this thing to smithereens, man. So great. Where they have, they're a wall of guns. That's right. So awesome. They, whatever that sh- giant shotgun is that eventually does it oh, in. The, the elephant gun, they <laughs> yes. call it. Yeah. They're like, all right, we got it. Taken care of. They're like, all right, cool. So, But there's still two more. There's still two more. And they're like, okay, can you take care of the other ones? And Bert's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let me go fire at the ground. He shoots at the ground like, never mind, negatory. <laughs> it's not going to work. At some point, like around here, I don't remember when exactly this is, but one of them, I think like maybe even like Reba, makes a line like, we'll just have to sit and wait, dig in. Like someone will find, you know, that mm-hmm. the roads busted up and you know they'll send for help whatever and then we get like a cutscene back to the accident site and there's like a new truck of someone who had been checking on them and like a helmet laying on the ground with like brains or something yeah i did so i thought that was i i we were talking about that last night i was like oh that's one of the two construction guys she's like no No, that's somebody different yeah i think that's someone different that was like the person who like or maybe i don't know if they were affiliated with like the the construction company but someone else would like come out so that's seven right so that would then so that's eight that's eight but it might i can't remember if it happens before or after victor but but anyway so i bring that up because um when i went online I was like looking at, like read about stuff someone had written had counted that for two deaths and said there was actually two evidence of two people being killed but i only remember the one helmet so i'm gonna call bs on that yeah, i'm saying I thought, one i thought it was only one too it's the same reason somebody's making up a backstory about melvin's parents going Seriously, off to vegas, going to vegas. I think we're, yeah yeah no doubt yeah they went off to vegas and then they got caught up in a tornado and their house landed on a witch and it was a whole thing <laughs> see i can make up stories too and then his uncle pushed him off a cliff and he got run over by wildebeest that's right <laughs> Oh, so 
The other thing too is the uh, the graboids are not stupid. Right, they they learn. They do. They're they're very quick, and they start knocking around foundations of buildings. They're mm-hmm. like, well, we're just gonna bring it down. Take it down. And they're like, all right, so we're. I say they. So Val's talking with Bert, and they're like, all right, can you come get us? Yeah, I got the car here, no big deal. But then that graboid takes their car out, takes Bert and Heather's car out. Yep. So they're stuck there too. So everybody's just kind of like, all right, well, we're stuck here. And then they say, okay, well, what about this this cat? The cat can pull anything. That's right. Up to, it's like, whatever, 13 tons or 30 tons or whatever right. it was. This is not a cheat because we see them earlier using the cat to, like, That's true. pushing garbage around. That stuff. is true. So I, I do appreciate that. Yeah. And like, that'll pull anything and it'll be too heavy to, to get for these things. So they're like, all right, well, we're going to do that. And Miguel is there and his plan's like hey let's start this tractor let's start this mower and send it off that direction to distract them and then we're gonna head you know whoever's gonna head out to go get the cat going so val again loses (laughs) doesn't doesn't win they start the mower and it takes off but the mower tips over that's right and so i had a little i like just logically i'm like okay so this thing's this this mower's way that way and Val's like got to be nearly to this cat by the time it tips over, but it just so happens to work out that the graboids catch up to him. Yep. It's like that's a little bit BS, but yeah, whatever. Their speed is like, like it fluctuates. Yeah, it definitely fluctuates, which is In- okay. Inconsistent. I don't really care, but um, it's still fun. They're like, okay, Val, freeze! Like, don't do, don't move. Freeze. So he stops and manages to avoid. The smaller one going after his foot. And Rhonda's quick thinking. She breaks the pipe on that water to draw its oh, attention yes. back over. That's right. Val's able to get the 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 cat started. Hooks up that giant trailer. He's like, all right, I'm going to go get... Goes and gets everybody. So gets everyone and gets to Bert and Heather's and <laughs> Bert putting together those bombs. Homemade bombs. Yeah, it's so great. I wrote this down. I love this. My God, what was in that? Th- I know he says it in a minute. He's like, what was in that? Few household chemicals in the right proportions. <laughs> it's a yeah. great line. Michael, Michael Gross is bringing it. He's this awesome, man. But yeah, so Val gets everybody. They all get on the cat and everything else, but they're heading towards the, the mountains because the plan is to get to the mountains. And the graboids are smart. They dig a trench. They do. They built it. They build it. They dug a trap. Yes. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> hey, we forgot to mention this, but Nestor goes down. That like he, yes, I did. I'm sorry. That like random dude who was just in the background in some scenes. So nice he, guy. So he was eight. That's eight. Death number eight. Okay. No nine. No, sorry, nine, 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 nine. Yeah, so nine. Nine. Um. So they, like I said, they they get tipped over and then they come up with a plan. Like, all right, well, let's throw one of these bombs, and they think that that's gonna that's gonna do the trick. So they throw a bomb. And it scares them away. And says, okay, so now that we know that, we're going to make a run for these rocks. So they throw throw one, scares them away. Okay, good. They're all on the rock. Mm-hmm. And then they all start arguing. Yeah, temper's flaring. And I have to say, I feel like Bert has every right to be upset. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's not. Like, I don't think any of them are totally wrong, but I feel like Bert is, has a very valid point. Like, hey, we were in the basement. We had all this firepower. Yeah. We managed Food to take water. one out. Yeah. Like, we could have made it longer. They could have made their stand at this. I agree. Like, I, I think that plan also would have worked. It would have been tougher, especially since they had been compromised with the one. So, if anything else came, like, I feel like the house yeah, I mean, would be an easier target. But they also have the firepower and the 
you know, all the right. ambulance and then water in the food. basement. Like, they're, yeah. they're out of their element. Like, how are they even, like, moving around? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, yeah, I feel like uh, he had a good point. So, they, you know, like I said, they, they had that. And then Bert's like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to light one of these things. I'm going to walk out there and I'm going to let it take me. And Earl's like, hey, that's a great idea. We're going to go fishing. <laughs> Which is, again, fantastic. Man, Earl's is full of good ideas. They're throwing rocks out there. They get one to kind of snap at the rock and they're like okay so they tie the like you're not gonna do that lasso thing are you <laughs> just because i'm good with rope and you're not <laughs> but it works yes the grab boy takes it yeah. kaboom and we get all the like body parts raining down on them. yes you see like one like hits like hits fred ward like right in the side and just no. kinda, like hangs on for a while I, no i didn't see that pretty great um so they're down to one now as far as they know unmas and they try it again, but the uh, Graboids, again, smart. They've learned. Spits it right back at them. <laughs> Causes everybody to scatter. That's right. Off of the rocks. And one stops Val and Earl, and Val's like, they're, they're kind of going back and forth about how they're going to handle this, and Val's got a bomb. He's, he's like, okay, throw it, throw it, light it, and throw it. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. So Val decides he's going to make a run for it. Mm-hmm. He takes off, and then he lights it, and he throws it like, oh, you overthrew it. But he's clever. He knew that it would run from it. He knew it would run, and it goes right over the cliff. And well, I don't know why, but I, when I saw this thing go over the cliff and hit the ground, all I could think of was MacGruber. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Fun. With Dieter. Yep. And that's it, man. He dies. The The last grab boy dies. Everybody's, there's much rejoicing. It's a very exciting time. And then we end up all along. This was just a love story. That's right. Rhonda and Val. We End fight up for getting, love. Getting together. And that's right. Q, we fight for love. Uh, and again, so Val's, you know, still a little bit uh, hesitant. He doesn't quite make the move for Rhonda, but he waits till the last I possible get it, man. minute. I get it. He, does, he doesn't feel like he's, you know, he's, he's of her worth. I understand. I, yeah, I totally get it. Like, I, I mean, let's be honest. Are any of us really worth a woman's love? That's right. Obviously so not. So true. <laughs> Deep thoughts by Cash. Right. <laughs> and so like I don't know I feel like this is like a, this is a real scene man like he just he's playing it cool but yeah. he's just being an idiot and then he's like then of course Earl is like come on man like he's like I know I know and then he goes back after and that's right they embrace they smooch and that's it that's all she wrote Tremors 1990 1990 what, what a, a f- fun movie man what a film yeah final thoughts yeah, I this movie holds up like just as good as I remember it. I'm kicking myself after watching it the other night. Like, man, you should have this more on regular rotation. It's just, it's fun. It's a good time. It, like you said, it's like it's a scary movie, but it's not scary. Like, yeah. it's more of like fun scary. Yeah, it's just it's not even an action horror. It's mostly just action. Yeah, it's like a thriller. This is like if if you're wanting to watch not for little kids obviously but if you're wanting to watch a halloween movie that's a little bit more adult centered obviously with some of the language for younger kids like this is a perfect movie yeah. that's like scary but you could get them and still have fun with it you could throw this on this i like we watched it this summer obviously i feel like it's a good summer flick like this is just a, a fun great, movie a great summer flick so i brooks wants to watch this night he's he's 10 i have no problem showing it to him after watching oh it. yeah he could definitely handle it. No, absolutely. No, just good, good, fun times, man. I'm glad, glad we watched this one. Good suggestion. I agree. Super fun movie, man. Like this, it's, man. Everything about it. Fred Ward, Kevin Bacon, the rest of the cast is great as well. Michael Gross, Reba, the music. This, like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's, like when I hear it, it just 
<laughs> I just get put in a great mood. I I know that I do my like I like movies where people are like um, kind of like secluded mm-hmm. off on their like you know like the thing and you know movies like that where people are like killed one by one. I like movies like that. I so I, I know this is like right up that alley, which is probably why I like it that like it so much. But it's also just so fun. There's just so many other like fun, I was gonna say it's like, it's like the perfect combo of that and like a, just a fun like yeah, like a buddy comedy. movie. Yeah, yeah. right. So yeah, it's uh I'm right there with you. Fastball down the middle. High fly ball to left and good bye. Oh, good timing. <laughs> I don't know. I know cuz you're going to come with the MVP question. Do you have any other questions? Uh I have one other question. Let's hear it. Okay. Before we get into the MVP. Yes, sir. So is this Kevin Bacon obviously has made like hundreds of films. Is this the best Kevin Bacon role for me, yes. Okay, like without a doubt. Really? Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure where you where you would. Yeah, one hundred percent. He, I will say, like a movie that I did not have expectations of him being anything really. Like I feel like he does a phenomenal job in the X Men movie where he's the bad guy. Actually, he was great. He yeah, put, very he, underrated. He plays a very good bad guy in that movie. Yeah, um, he was phenomenal. I made a reference to Invisible Man last week. He does a good job in that movie, even uh, though that movie's... You know that's called? Invisible Man? Hollow Man, sorry. Hollow Man, yeah, yeah. With Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, it's... I don't really like the movie all that much, but he does a good job in that movie. It was but intense. I saw that in movie theaters. Fun fact. I feel like we saw that one, like, one of those... It was one of those movies that we weren't supposed to watch whenever I was in high school, but mm. I happened to see it. How could you? But I will say, for me... Of the Kevin Bacon films, like, this is my favorite Kevin Bacon movie. Yeah, he's got a lot of, like, probably, like, better dramatic films where he, like, does, like, dramatic acting. And, yeah. Which are probably more notable and, like, you know, for the craft are probably better. But, yeah, it's, I'm the same way. To me, this is 100% my favorite Kevin Bacon movie. He's the most entertaining in this movie to me. I love him. He love He's, him. like... He's funny. He's like he does a good job with the character. Like this to me, like this is the perfect role for him. Yeah, I, it just bums me out that he like this, the, like the lack of success, like sent him into to a state of depression. Yeah, that bums me out. It's come back around though. It's okay. Yeah, I think he's done fine. This is like one of the. This was like one of the like huge like VHS boom movies where like it came out or dropped on a video and everyone's like, dang, this movie's awesome. Yeah, and I got all the replay and all the. Like, I swear, like, USA Network showed this movie, like, every oh, Saturday. Yeah. Like, every Saturday. All of, yeah, I remember seeing, like, and I, what a, sci-fi, I feel like, has all the sequels Sci-Fi's on got, all the time. Yeah, they got all the sequels on now. Yeah. Yeah, it's had quite the lifespan. It's understandable. It's just, it's a fun flick. It is. It's just a pretty simple but great idea. Yeah. The underground worms, and then, yeah, it has evolved into just crazy stuff, though, now. I got worms. It's called, We Got Worms. So <laughs> we're going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> all right you ready for the mvp yeah so is it minus anyone anyone you can use okay. anyone because there's not, i feel like i'm just like two kind of main stars but since they're sharing the spotlight i'm gonna allow you to choose anyone you want so i gotta i'm gonna tell you i this is a toss-up for me i could go either way i'm i'm locked in no matter what you say i'm gonna choose this person but my my heart and my soul <laughs> tells me fred ward fred ward Earl. Earl. 
I forgot his name, like Earl Bassett. Yeah, Earl Bassett. Yeah. Which his name in Sweet Home Alabama. I was just about to bring that up. Earl Smooter. Earl Smooter. The missus was the one that caught that last night. She's like, isn't his name Earl in that movie too? I was like, I don't know. I was just going to say, it's odd that his two best performances are in movies, which he plays the character named Earl. Yeah. I was hanging out with my cousin Tara this weekend, and uh, we were talking about movies. And I just kind of put her on the spot, and I was like, hey, what's your favorite movie? Because I, I don't remember why we were talking. Zach was there, so maybe we were talking about movies. But I was like, what's your favorite movie? And she's like, ah. Oh. She thought for a little bit. She's like, I really like Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're... Sure you do. You can tell we're related. Absolutely. What about you, my friend? What's what's your MVP? Fred Ward. Hmm. I mean, like, Kevin Bacon's awesome. Michael Gross is awesome. Uh... It's kind of like a three horse race for me, but yeah. it's, it's got to go to Fred Ward. He's got the he's got the best lines, and more importantly, he's got the best delivery. Like, yes, he's like he makes this film. Like even just some of the like silly stuff that he throws out there is gold. It's I'm pure I'm, gold. I'm right there with you, man. And the way he like you said it earlier when he's like the way he reacts to stuff that Val says is just that's it's, even it's perfect. Just as funny. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. agree. Did I give him MVP for Sweet Home Alabama too? Sweet, I think I gave him MVP. Did you? I think I did. I can't remember. I don't remember who I did. You might have. I know it wasn't Reese without her spoon for me. No, I don't think anyone chose her. I want to say. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long ago. I'm pretty sure I gave it to Fred Ward, but I think you chose um, the dog. Oh, that's right. No, I don't that might be. That's, I don't that sounds like something I would do. You chose Todd from Zoolander. Yes, obviously. You know, I get all bloated with a foamy latte. Okay. What about scene, my friend? What uh, Which scene would you I pick for this? I was thinking about this when I was watching it. Uh, one of my, one of just like a fun scene, I feel like, would be the pole vaulting scene. Because mm-hmm. it lays the groundwork of, uh, there's like, you know, there's something on in the ground that's going to eat you, so you got to be careful. It's just, I don't know, it's fun. There's the good, like, residual rocks quote. Yeah. I don't know. They just seem like they're yucking it up. Have a good time. It's it's intense. Like getting in the truck, and then Bacon smacks that one. Like yeah, I feel like that whole it. scene is like, okay, this is like, this captures the spirit of the film. Him slapping that one. Like I I rewound that a couple times. Like God, that was just hilarious. It's just like yeah. Yeah. Pimp slap. Uh, for me, I I had a tough time with this, but I went with uh, the scene where they're like, okay, hey, those worms are coming towards. Bert mm-hmm. and Heather, mm-hmm. and then Bert and Heather blow that one to just that's, smithereens. That's a good one. And then like the reaction afterward, like all of that to me, I that is hysterical. Like that that to me is another good. That is a strong summation one. of this movie. Yeah, that's a good one. We didn't talk about it, but I love the fact that Bert Gummer is like an Atlanta Hawks fan. Oh yeah, has an old school like corduroy Hawks hat, unabashedly. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I yeah, like I feel like I undersold. He he is Bert is phenomenal in this. Just to tell you, like what a like great guy Michael Gross is. That like GMC vehicle that he drives around in the movie is his actual real life. Oh car. really? So it's like I did not know. He's that. Like, I'll, I'll just bring my own vehicle. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll drive up. I got it. All right, rankings. That's, it. That's all she wrote. Moving on to the Richter scale rankings. Oh my thing just disappeared. Here we go. Let's. There we go. There it is. All right. All right, movie number, what would we say, 58? That's right, 58. Yes. 
just for our folks out there, uh, 6.9 is a perfect score on the Richter scale ranking. So uh, would you like to go first? Sir? Sure. Yeah, I can go first. Okay. Uh, Tremors for me is going to come in at a 5.0. Ooh, a 5.0. That's a very good score. Uh, right underneath the mummy. I was going to say, okay, so. And right above Top Gun Maverick. Right Top Gun Maverick. Okay. I feel like the mummy and Tremors are very similar type movies. Just yeah, the mummy's a little bit more serious. Yep. That's uh, well said. All right, Tremors. 5-0. 5-0. And that puts it in the twenty number 22 spot for you. I'm good with that. Well done. Well done. I was wondering who would have the higher ranking here. Mine's also pretty high. I feel like I I felt like you would just because I couldn't put it above some of these other ones, but it does not mean I did not enjoy it any less. I did a lot of soul searching, and I've decided to put it at number eighteen. Nice, with a five point six. Mm-hmm. So it's technically tied with the likes of Great Outdoors, Escape from New York, Demolition Man, Raiders, Tango and Cash. But I put it above all of those movies except for the Great Outdoors. Good call. So it's just below Great Outdoors and above Escape, Demo Man, Raiders, Tango and Gash. This is one of those ones you've used the term many times. This is a popcorn flick. Oh my gosh. You yes. throw it on anytime. Anytime. And it is a blast. I could not agree more. Great suggestion. Thank you. Thank you. I was just, I, uh, and now you own a copy of the film. I do. Yeah. Thank you. We were getting ready to leave. She's like, hey, take, make sure to take your copy back to him. I was like, actually, that's ours now. We were, we were uh, go, taking, on, taking a trip, a little road trip last weekend and we were grabbing movies and i saw tremors and i was like oh man we need this needs to be an episode yeah this needs to great be an great call it just popped in there thank you that's right it just popped in what do you want to do next week all right so here's the plan next week we're gonna make history once again we're all about history on the show we are going to bring in a third guest to cover a film which we have never done before we've had people for our march madness tournament which was a great fun that was a blast wonderful time but this time we're bringing someone in to the director's chair with us and they're gonna they're gonna you know do the thing it's the third man the third man there you go that's right and that man is no one other than our good friend zach ron rico pretty exciting yes we put him over quite a bit recently yes and we let him choose the film and he has chosen Wayne's World. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time. Excellent. Party time. Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he dressed up as a girl bunny? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> I was just asking. So, yeah, we're going to do Wayne's World. And then we're also, while he's with us, we're going to do another. This will be a bonus pod later. Well, we're gonna do. We're gonna kick off a movie draft. So there'll be. Uh, we can explain that more as uh, maybe at the end of a, another episode or something. But just we're gonna. The three of us will 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 be designating a year. We'll go ahead and spoil it now. We're gonna be doing 1989. Mm-hmm. So any films of 1989, uh, the three of us will be drafting separate uh, our own separate drafts. Films from that year in different categories. For instance, like you get uh, you get like one action movie. I've already forgotten them all. One sci-fi fantasy comedy, drama. one comedy, one drama. You get one like uh, just kind of like a free space pick mm-hmm. of your choice. Um, but yeah, and then uh, once we have made our selections, we'll put it out to the people, 
and you guys will vote on who you think had the best draft, who has the best movies, essentially. This idea you were telling me, I was once I figured out what exactly it was, I was like, this is going to be lots of fun. It's going to be great. It's I actually stole this idea from, uh, uh, what's it called, the Big Picture Podcast. Like, they do, it's a lot more, um, like, Oscar-worthy pictures, though, that they pick. I'm just like, it's a great idea, but the execution is poor because yeah. you guys are picking movies that no one cares about. Hey, shots so, fired. Let's right. do this. So, so great idea to them, but we're going to do it better. Hey. Because Pe- we're going to pick movies people actually like. Pepsi was around, but they said, you know what? That's not enough. We need Coke. That's right. So there's always competition. Amen, brother. Capitalism at its finest. Communism is just a red herring. That's right. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Shake. Rattle and roll. <laughs> All right. Are we good to go? Anything yeah, else that's need? it. Um same thing as always, guys. The Facebook, Instagram, Movies with Cash and Hightower. The Cash and Hightower Gmail. Anytime you guys want to hit us up with anything, feel free. We're still, like I said, trying to get the website, get that link back up on social media so you guys can see our rankings and everything. And we'll keep working on that. And obviously, appreciate you listening. And Yes. I think that's it. Yeah, we'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Godspeed, everyone. <laughs> I turned 18. We lived in a one room run down shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. That's what I like. Graboid! That's it, Graboid! Jesus, Walter. Well. Bye. <laughs>